Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Being a cradle Episcopalian, I've gone through many Lenten seasons in my lifetime. Over the years, I recall hearing some church folks grumbling as Lent encroached upon us. It can be a very telling time and often can take on the characteristics of a barren desert. When we look back several weeks ago at the gospel story, when Jesus, being drawn by the Spirit, spends 40 days in the desert, it's not a really pretty sight. He's hungry, thirsty, physically exhausted, He's living in the midst of wild beasts, and to add insult to injury, he's being tempted by the devil in his weakness and his vulnerability. Can we only imagine what this had to have been like for Jesus? But perhaps we can. Maybe we've had our own desert experience and contended with our own wild beasts Now we find ourselves in the midst of Lent. It is a penitential and reflective time. It's a season that calls us to look within and evaluate ourselves deeply, to take a long, hard look in the mirror and discover what it is we really see. Who really are we? Do we dare, we may say, but that, friends, is what we are called to do. And perhaps there's good reason to do so, as challenging as that might be. But what if it's in the asking of these questions that we truly discover the answer, one of truth, the one Jesus desires us to fully receive and to know. And maybe the question is not so much who we are, but whose we are. And that identity is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Now last week, Father Mark drove home this message. We are to proclaim and preach and live out Jesus Christ crucified. Because you see the power is in the cross, and it is in the cross alone. Nothing else comes close, and this is why. Because the cross is the ultimate definition of love. Listen to what 1 Peter says. Love covers a multitude of sins. And boy, do we need this kind of love. There is no higher illustration of God's love for us other than that of the crucified Christ. The entire gospel, the entire Bible, points to the Savior and the Redeemer of the world by means only of the cross. 
just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness under God's divine instruction, saying, those who look upon it will live. So shall Jesus be lifted up, that whoever believes in him shall live and have eternal life. If we choose to truly walk the path of this Lenten season and all of the beautiful richness that Holy Week offers, we will find that we are invited into a place of spiritual rejuvenation as we experience this radical, unwavering, unconditional love that transcends all things. This love will settle into the essence of our being, and it is what reveals who we are. It has the power to change and transform us, to free and to liberate us. Nothing else in this world, nothing has the power to do that. A couple of Fridays ago, I was to lead the Stations of the Cross. This is open to all of us during the Lenten season on Friday evenings. But this particular Friday night, no one came. It was just me. I felt the Spirit leading me to proceed with the service and to go to each station and read every page, including the singing after each reading and prayer. I started at the altar and proceeded to every single station throughout the church. I found myself intensely focused on every word as I read. The substance of what I was saying penetrated deeply as the words took on a life-giving meaning. I found myself eagerly moving on to the next station with a yearning in my heart to see what was next. Now, it's important that you know, I have, throughout the years, walked the stations of the cross many, many times. But this time was like it never had been before. As I read those words, the living presence of Jesus was right alongside me. And he was describing every single detail of his experience as he painfully and willingly struggled to get to Golgotha where he would die. I heard clearly his voice say, this is how much I love you. And I feel he wanted me to share that with all of you this morning because that message is for all of us. I cannot put into words what was happening to me in that hour as I walked the road to Calvary with Jesus other than to tell you this. His love found its way into every cell of my being and the only thing required of me 
was to receive it. Jesus says to us, let me love you. Just listen to our reading today in Ephesians. For by grace, or love, you have been saved through faith, and it is not of your own doing. It's a gift from God. It is not a result of works, so that none of us may boast. This is not about, at all, what we can accomplish in our own strength, in our striving, trying harder, trying to live up to someone else's expectations, or perhaps even our own. It's allowing ourselves simply to accept this gift of love. Perhaps we have not had a life which offered this sort of unconditional love, and maybe it's challenging for us to receive. But I want to share with you the prayers from the Station of the Cross because they open a door and we only need to allow ourselves to walk through and Jesus beckons us on. There are three stations where Jesus falls. Now he falls not just because of the weight of the cross he is carrying, but because at this time, he's already been brutally tortured. Allow me to share with you some of the language in the service used to depict these events. First, I preface it with saying, when we think about our own sin, listen to these words. He who lifts our fall nature who bears sin's intolerable weight, thus paying the price for all our sin, that we might have its full weight lifted from our souls. Otherwise, we would be weighed down and lost forever, except for his abiding love and grace. What about those of us who struggle with loneliness? May we ponder this. He walked the lonely road to life, to death, that man might never be alone again. Or when we consider and get trapped into shame or guilt, pain, forgiveness or unforgiveness, May we hear these words of comfort. The cross has become the outward sign of all our sins. He has taken on all our shame, all our pain. Behold the Lord who clothed the world in beauty, who now submits for love of man to all man's hatred. He is stripped of his garments and prepared for the cross. And as he stretches out his arms for the nails, he prays for the nailers. We hear his heart say in that moment, May the light of the holy gospel 
and the healing of thy sacramental grace. Reach out yet more and more till all mankind shall nail its sins to the cross for the love of thee. Know you're loved. And when we think we're unlovable, may we pray this truth. Now, blessed Lord Jesus, whose sacred side was pierced for me, blood and water flowing out might reveal his death was by a broken heart for me. So we pray, Lord, to accept the lowly offering of our heart's love and grant that in dying unto self. We may live only unto thee who died for me. This love comes from an unending reservoir of love for you and me. Jesus is our sacrifice. He is the atonement for our sin because this punishment is what we deserve. And this, friends, is the gospel. This is what John 3.16 is all about. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It is finished, Jesus says, as he hung on the cross. He took it all on himself. All our shame pain, sense of unworthiness, brokenness and loneliness. He is the one who comforts us, breathes breath into our dry bones, and brings us to life again. He is the healer of our pain, our grief, our suffering. Come as you are. This is what Jesus says just as you are. Don't try to be something you're not because I'll meet you in a prison cell, in a homeless shelter, in a rehab center, in the sanctuary, in your grief, in your pain, in your illness. I am your friend. I am present with you and I will stay with you always because I love you. This is our hope. May we never lose sight of the richness of the gospel and its life-giving power. Jesus was laid to rest in a tomb, and he rose again in three days. And we will be celebrating that glorious day in a few weeks. He calls us out of our tomb into fullness of life with him. Because nothing else, friends, can fill this void within us. Now, we may try, but it won't happen. Because he will come and roll away the stone that keeps us trapped. He will find us because he is relentless for us. He shows up in our weakness and vulnerability in the torn places of our life. 
because this is a holy place to him. So while we're there, in that desert, may we pay attention to what we feel. It may hurt to see, but it is the kind of hurt that leads to death. But it's in this death where we are made fully alive in the healing love of Jesus Christ. Paul tells us in Galatians 2, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Our call it today reminds us, Jesus Christ came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world. Give us this bread that we may, he may live in us and we in him. When Jesus died on the cross at the 12th station, we say, the saving victim has become the mighty victor. Sin, Satan, and death are defeated. The mighty victor lives in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So may his spirit lead us in all our doings so that the command of Jesus in the Gospel of John, love each other as I have loved you, naturally evolves from us into a hurting world that so desperately needs his love. Let us pray. God of hope, from you come every blessing and all peace. Show us that in the midst of our struggles that you are with us. Give us abundance of your grace that we may do the work you give us to do and that we may be for the world a sign of your presence through Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.